You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. is a baseball town. Our secretary didn't have anybody on the phone. <laughs> there was nobody on the phone. They were just egging me along. So they brought a little short chubby guy in with the name Peters and put him <laughs> in my place and sent me to double A ball. Two fans, one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon, fueled by Guardian Games and Athletic Field Design. This is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. Without further ado, your host, Ben and Dave. Stop. Just stop. All right, trumpet boy. What do we got going on? What's this deal? Well, I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. And you're listening to the Diamonds and Roses podcast. Did we leave some, someone out? Is there someone else here? Or are we just doing there, this by ourselves? What's the deal? I don't know. Is he the invisible pedestrian? Yes. It's, it's just a black plastic bag with a rubber band. Someone we just dragged in off the street. What do we got? What <laughs> that's do we a, got today? That's an old SNL skit, by the right. way. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. The late 70s. This is a, you know, this, this is right on there. Not for the blind. <laughs> He's giving us a look. Uh, I don't know. He's getting ready to leave. Calm it down. Calm okay. it down. Well, we're back in the Juster studio again, and we're back with our guest, Brian Valentine, coach with Linfield College Wildcats. So uh, we talked about Brian's past in the last episode, which a great pass. Awesome information. Loved hearing about um, his high school's run in the state championship and then just kind of hearing a little bit about him in college and just that mentality and you know just saying hey work hard and don't burn any bridges that's really an opportunity yes exactly so um but really want Brian to now kind of jump into some stuff. You you, you were mentioning off air some stuff that you yeah, wanted to I lead coaching into. Coaching is in his blood, and then he's got a lot of family connections, and he kind of he kind of started with that. So let's pick up there. Yeah. Uh, so like, kind of like I said in the last episode, um, one coaching is in the veins, and I did a um, a project in eighth grade. Um, and it, it was t- titled coaching is in the veins. Um, and so that was at the time. So my uncle, um, he was a high school coach at, uh, what was now my rival. So my whole family went to Columbia river Oh, okay. and I went to sky, my cousins and I went to Skyview cause we're, you know, we were younger, you yeah. know? Um, but anyways, so he won some state titles at Columbia river. Okay. A little bit of a legacy. Yeah, in gotcha. the 80s. Um, but then also before that, my grandpa, so in in Vancouver, kind of the summer ball team is the Vancouver Cardinals, where they play Legion ball and they, um, you know, they, it's kind of the, like, if you're, you you play Cardinals. Now, it's kind of changed as as 
you know, when I was growing up and you still play Cardinals, mm-hmm. but I, I played Showtime. Anyways, that's kind of besides the point. But he, my grandpa helped start the Vancouver Cardinals in the 80s. Cool. And it's still around today. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, uh, he was one of the key kind of donors that helped start the Vancouver Cardinals. My, my, uh, my uncle played Cardinals, coached Cardinals, coached at Columbia River. And then um, my cousin is actually the recruiting coordinator at the University of Portland. Oh, okay. Um, for baseball. So, okay. yeah. So it's kind of kind of always been in the blood. You know, grandpa coached, helped start um, a lot of discussions. The Cardinals. Around, yeah. Um, get togethers and whatnot. Yeah. Like my, my grandma, yeah. we were at Mother's Day brunch, and my grandma was like, these Mariners are horrible. <laughs> they started off so well. My grandma watches every Mariner game. Yeah. You know, and so it's kind of kind of in the blood a little bit baseball wise. And it's kind of it's pretty cool where, you know, my cousin went to Skyview. I went to Skyview. So it's kind of, you know, a little bit of a legacy, a little bit, you know. So the last name is a little uh, kind of I, I guess it, it's known a little bit um, That's cool. in Vancouver. But, yeah. Hmm. So that that's kind of the coaching in the veins part yeah. is it's, you know, it. It started with my my grandpa and then my uncle and then my they cousin. They give you pointers then. Yeah, oh my I'm cousin, sure. my cousin's been in great resource. You know, we go out and recruit, you know, together sometimes. Oh, cool. And, and whatnot, and he's been a tremendous resource. He's been in it for what nine or ten years oh, now. Okay. So he, so when I was in high school, he was just getting going in the college game. So mm. he's, uh, you know, he's kind of. Paved a paved paved a road a little bit, you know, that I can bounce ideas off of, and just kind of the little nuances of you know making it a career and stuff like that. So, cool. what's what's the recruiting lifestyle like? I mean, we you know we see because uh, uh, I watch a lot of college mm-hmm. football, and so I follow the college football recruiting right. process. Is it is it similar in nature in any way, or, or uh, how's that process work for baseball? A little bit. It's similar. A little bit. Um, a few differences. One, um, each level is different. So the D three recruiting mm. model is a lot different than you, Division you're not, one. You're you're not really getting kids their junior year, uh, or is it? No. You, so you get them later. You get them their senior year generally. Yeah. It, so and and we, especially us, is we have where football doesn't really have to deal with this. Is we have to compete against the junior colleges yeah. in, in the region because they, they offer scholarship and it's right. a cheaper alternative. Um, and with division three, we can't offer athletic scholarship of yeah. course. Um, so it's completely academic. So we, you know, we generally have a GPA cutoff that we don't even look at you if you're under a certain GPA. And Do you, you, a, a shrinking demographic in terms yeah. of players. Oh, absolutely. Players so it's kind of like yeah. a looking at like a Notre Dame kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And level. it's, a little bit, um, yeah. and it's kind of end up. But the the kind of down part about that is you can't supplement, um, like like if like let's say a Duke or you know a Notre Dame is recruiting someone, they can get them in grades wise. They're not going to get academic money, but we can give them a full scholarship. Yeah. Where us, if we're going to get you in fringe grade wise, you kind of have to. Have, have to be able to find some sort of way to pay it because mm-hmm. you're not going to get academic money and that's your that's your scholarship really yeah. is your academic money so it's it's kind of interesting that way um the the events are a little different too um where like there's some events where you know 
the D3s don't have any business being there recruiting wise because we're not going to get any of them um, sometimes uh, like the area codes mm-hmm. down in uh, Long Beach in August we're not going to send <laughs> we're not going to send a guy out of our recruiting sure, budget yeah, down to area yeah. codes mm-hmm. so but like division one would um, and kind of D2 and is kind of in that boat too and the JUCO and whatnot but it's it's definitely I will say it the recruiting game is what you make out of it. Um, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. So, like, I have no problem with jumping on a call with a kid and talking about life at 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm a young guy and I don't have a, I don't have little ones or, you know, I don't have a significant other. Yeah. So, it's like, I, that's kind of my life. But I can see how, you know, as you get older, it's a little different when you have little ones running around the the yard and, and whatnot. So, um, do you find yourself doing like that more than like the head coach, like being that mediator in between and just kind of, is that, talking is that a role? Constantly? Yeah. Is that one of your roles really? I mean, uh, yeah, like, I, I help in recruiting. I'm, yeah. I, uh, I'm one of my roles is the state of Washington. Oh, okay. Um, so I, we really try to hammer state of Washington a little bit. Um, now, now more so than ever, um, just cause it, there's a lot of good ball players and being, you know, the Vancouver area that we talked about in the, the last episode, that's a fertile ground for, for our level mm-hmm. and the level of baseball player. That's not quite D one, but you know, at Linfield, we, we feel like we can compete with like, if a kid's going to walk on at the university of Portland yeah, and not get any scholarship money, but high high academic because UUP and us are similar in academic. Yeah, right. Fairly high. You, you yeah. know. Um, well, okay. Come if you're gonna walk on at UP, come walk on at Linfield when because everybody's walk on and maybe start for us. and start for us yeah. as a freshman and be an all American right. and possibly win a national championship yeah. and be a, a you know a guy be a dude. Or, you give them a little bit of the yeah. reality check. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit, and where yeah. where like maybe you don't see the field as until you're a junior or senior at University of Portland. Now yeah. the, every situation is different. Don't get me wrong, right. but we feel like at Linfield because of our our um, kind of our history, we're able to get those guys. Like, we don't shy away from talented dudes because because we're D one or D three. Sorry, the biggest thing that you can offer is playing time. Yeah, times yeah, like yeah. an optimal thing, and playing time and winning and tradition and and yeah. the and the Linfield family. Quite honestly, I mean that's that's one thing that is the truest well, thing about our pitch. You maybe want that small town, small mm-hmm. college, absolutely, that vibe, mm-hmm. you know? a little yeah. bit more comfortable yeah. than going to a bigger yeah. athletic school mm-hmm. that feel a little bit overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And not only are they going there, but th- there's also that level of education that's really yeah. high too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's it's kind of a interesting little. You'll get the guys that don't really understand that, and they'll kind of, you know, then they'll figure it out and they'll come back to you. But you know, it, it's it, I will say the Division three recruiting game is a very interesting one, mm-hmm. where it's a wide range. Your board's big, and you try to kind of shrink it in. Where um, you know the Division ones aren't aren't going to be as big because you know there's not as much division one talent out there yeah um i i always have this saying of um because people ask me well how do you like what do you look for like how do you how do you choose a game to go to or what do you look for and i go well if i'm at a game and i can't find one guy 
from both teams that I can either develop or find something that I can work on or something that I like, speed, attitude, intent to throw a baseball or arm action or something, I'm at the wrong game. Yeah. Because there's very few games out there that you can't find something of those things in, right. in a kid, in one kid on out of 18 guys. You know, how are you finding these kids? Are you are you getting from different areas like co- calls from coaches? Maybe I don't. Maybe parents probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, how does it start? Yeah. How does the process start? Um, a lot of ways. So we typically we like to get. Um, you know, we have contacts from high school coaches, mm-hmm. but also travel ball coaches and um, showcase teams and whatnot. Um, so we kind of go through and say, hey, do you have a list of guys that you think would be a good fit at Linfield, meaning they have good GPA and blah, blah, blah. Um, so we, we go out and watch them. Um, we try to give them get them as much video as we can get. You know, like if a kid from Nevada, like we have a kid, few kids from Nevada on our mm-hmm. roster in California, and yeah, we see them live, but we don't get to see them live as much as um, the local kids. The local kids. Yeah. So... Um, there's a social media has done a tremendous yeah, job. That's with that. changed again. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And the fact that we can now, you know, Division three just now allowed uh, the NCA just now allowed Division three to follow, like, or personal message kids on um, really? social media just now this year. Really? Isn't yeah? The Division one's been doing that for mm-hmm. a while. I they? couldn't. Why would they allow Division one to do that and not Division three simultaneously? I don't know. Wouldn't you think that? Division three needs that kind of that That's edge. Crazy. Why would you take that edge away from a edgeless level with no scholarships? Especially That's like insane. programs that don't have the money, the reputation mm-hmm. as those of like a division one school. I'm not saying yeah. that Linfield doesn't. Right. But no. Like, yeah. hundred percent. But they don't have that level of mm-hmm. financial backing. Like what these bigger schools that this is kind of right. Like yeah. The recruiting budgets. Yeah. When yeah. did that happen? This is just this like year. January. Really? Yeah. That's a game changer. Oh, absolutely. So and, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Where absolutely. I, as now I don't necessarily have to get a kid's phone number from their coach or I don't have to go through the wavelengths. Oh, of, my goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, it's easier that way, but social media has helped. Um, you know, we, we do a pretty good job of, you know, getting contacts from the Linfield network. Um, that's strong and well a lot in the or, you know runs deep in the northwest yeah um so it, it, it's kind of a it's a lot of things where it's just yeah it where you go to we go to showcases we go to you know we have a whole rolling document of all of us that where we're going in the in the summer you know it's we're going to it has to be fun to be honest oh it's it's a bu- mean, it's a bunch yeah. of fun i love it beyond I, just on the field coaching this aspect of it mm-hmm. i and it's it's one of those things where I had a kid this year where um, we were on the phone and he goes, hey, coach, I'm sorry if I sound nervous that you're the first college coach I've talked to. Huh. And I go, well, that's cool. Yeah. No, it's that's super a, that's a lifetime cool. memory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's like being a part of that process with a kid is is really cool, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because it's a really cool opportunity to play college athletics. Um do you just tell these kids like don't you know I've been been there I've done yeah. like that I've been on the other end yeah I and that's what you know where there's you know inside the game of baseball you know um, there's some trends 
and where um, kids tend to follow some trends. But, you know, that's where I kind of try to provide insight. But I also, I, I try to wear two hats. I try to wear the Linfield hat that I'm recruiting for, but I also try to wear the resource hat. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm in the game of baseball. I'm That's my livelihood that I'm in the, you know, I'm in the know, so mm-hmm. to speak, where these 17, 18 year old kids and their parents aren't, they don't, they, you know, they could be told something be like, Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Like you should word of mouth, you, you know, and yeah. where it's like, well, that's yeah. not the right message of how you should go about getting recruited or, you know, where I, when I was going through the process, I don't want to say I didn't have the resources, but I just felt like sometimes you always feel heard a bunch of different ways to go about it, but you never heard what the right way to go about it was. And I don't think there is legit guidance. Yeah. 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 And so I try to take my Linfield hat off sometimes and be a resource to these guys and just like, Hey, let's talk about what you're going through. Like, this is a big decision. That's one of our kind of our recruiting pillars at Linfield is, you know, this is a big decision. This is the biggest decision you will make up to this point in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if the, and we talk about four certain things that if those four certain things don't fit, keep looking. It's like a checklist, you know? Yeah. And if those four things fit, you found your spot, right? Mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And if it's Linfield, then let's come be a cat. So it's, it's kind of a, it's for me, it's, it's fun, but it's also rewarding in multiple ways. That's what cool. are those conversations like with the parents when you, you talk to them about going to Linfield? What's what's that like? Um, I always start off with the ge- uh, kind of the geographic location of McMinnville being the heart of wine country. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of wine. So I usually get a chuckle on that one. Um, but the the conversations are usually good. You know, it's so Linfield's yeah. such an easy place to sell that it's it's not even like it's it's ridiculous where I mean I and the cool thing about the staff at Linfield is five of the the six of us we played there and we you know we're we're Linfield through and through where not a lot of other places can say that and it's like ability with parents right and like we loved it so much as a player we came back and coached Mm -hmm. and you see that on weekends with the alumni support we get good or bad you know, I, we remember two years ago, we we were having our first home series and we, we opened up down in California and we kicked the ball around a little bit down in California and an alumni came into our dugout after any in infield outfield. And he goes, who's the infield coach? It's five errors in one game down there. That's unacceptable. That's awesome. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's an alumni coming down to our dugout. Because he cares that much about Linfield baseball, that's cool. and that's kind of the the easy sell for parents, where it's like, where your 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 son's going to have a group of forty eight guys plus six coaches, plus a family of how many Linfield alumni and Linfield mm-hmm. fans that are going to love you, and and know that you wear the the cat on your chest, yeah. or the Linfield L on your hat you're a lifer like you're mm-hmm. you know what I mean you're gonna you're gonna get that interview for the job because you're a Linfield guy or you're, you know what I mean so it's it's kind of just the Linfield network is really yeah. easy to sell and kind of the atmosphere 
Well, before we get a quick word in with our sponsor, uh, do you have any you know, coach, any players that mm-hmm. come back and just kind of help out, like at, at any given point, like during a practice or something? Um, not sometimes. Like we'll have some guys come back and um, help out in the fall, and then the spring kind of people get busy and it's just a longer kind of a grind. Um, and the weather's not as good, yeah. but uh, especially in Northwest, from January to about April. But um, the most thing we have for alumni that come back is they will come back and watch scrimmages, watch mm-hmm. games. They will line up down the right the right field line and intermix with people, and it's just that's cool. Like that, you know what I mean? It's just they talk to you about, you know, oh do you guys still do these traditions before Mm. games? Do you still, you know, we used to do this when I was here, you know, Mm -hmm. where there's some, there's some pretty cool traditions that have, you know, come through the program and um, whatnot. And kind of going back to your question, alumni do come back and coach because five of the six of us are are alums. Yeah. That's huge. So it's in the one guy that didn't played at George Fox, our rival right down the road, but he married a Linfield girl <laughs> so that's how much he thinks about Lynn. all right well we're gonna get into these traditions because i want to hear more about them after our uh, our break and uh, so we'll be right back after this quick break sick of overpriced apparel and equipment looking for a company who prides themselves in quality products and services look no further than our friends at hit factory athletics created by a pro ball player born purely from the love of the game they exist to serve players and fans of the game Take it from me, Ben. Hit Factory Athletics prides itself in quality and service. Head on over and check them out at www.hitfactoryathletics.com. That's www.hitfactoryathletics.com. At checkout, enter promo code DRPODCAST. That is D-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and receive a 10% discount upon checkout. Join the legends with Hit Factory Athletics. All right, we're back. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about these traditions that you were just kind of mentioning. <laughs> and the, you're thinking about Linfield as like a sports powerhouse at the D3 level coming up through the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s, mm-hmm. uh, especially between football and baseball, yeah. right? And how these uh, traditions form and, and this kind of alumni bonds. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's hear about some of these. Uh, well, one of them's winning. Um, <laughs> you know, one of it's, you know, we've, we've done a lot of winning um, as a program. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, that, that right there is, is the number one kind of tradition where, you know, the, those before us have set the standard and set the floor Yeah, where we, we have to pull our weight and put the hand in the barn, so to speak, where, yeah. um, some other, you know, some other traditions is, um, some alumni tailgating some of the baseball games. Uh-huh. Um, you'll see Ben and I down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, that's a tradition, another tradition. Um, there's this, the front row of the behind home plate at Roy Helsler, um, is reserved for alumni and they heckle the umpires. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 It's, it's a good time. Uh, especially if the, the weather's nice, that, that place is packed. Um, player wise, um, traditions. I know the bullpen usually gets a little crazy, um, pregame. They pitchers are weird. Um, quirky weird. Yep. Yeah. Quirky weird. Um, kind of sometimes psycho, um, <laughs> all in the same kind of breath, but they, they'll do like I, this year they, uh, two, two years ago, they had this like rubber squid and they 
squirted water on it from a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> and just like that, they literally stood in the line and just squirted it and like massaged it or did, played with it. <laughs> and then went down the line and just. These were levers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, the, and this is while we were doing any Audi. Um, they were doing this. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, some other ones that might, I think uh, the alumni want to keep in house. So yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. let others. Can't let up the trade secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah. those are just a few of them. Um, a lot of traditions mm-hmm. and a lot of history there. Well, let's talk about the team this year. I mean, you, it's a pretty young team. Yep. I was taking a look at the the roster online, and for for sophomores and freshmen combined, it, it appeared to be about sixty one percent of the team. So, I mean, you're mm-hmm. really young team. Yeah. Um, at, you know, we we talked off air a little bit about this, and, and you know, and you're like, yeah, the you know the kind of the record shows how young we were. I mm-hmm. mean, it was seven thirty three this year, um, which is clearly down from you know the success that you had last year but i i gotta imagine that you know all these younger guys getting some you know some playing time getting that experience is is definitely going to be helpful and developmental moving forward um you know coming up next year and you're only going to have a a few you're not going to have more than a couple handfuls or the seniors next year it looks like um and the rest is going to be sophomores you know juniors sophomores and freshmen yeah, uh, yeah. So, so very young. Um, we uh, our two all conference guys were sophomores. That's um, cool. Two of them, which play football too. One, oh, really? One's a quarterback. For oh Linfield. wow! He's yeah. playing both. Is he a pitcher too? Uh, he he can, but we, he didn't pitch this much this year because he's he's raking quarterback. He quarterback and he played first base for us. So that's it's, crazy. Yeah. Okay. So it, and then our left fielder plays uh, linebacker. That's cool. Also, one of our freshman catchers plays linebacker. That's oh. another cool thing about Linfield is we have a lot of two-way guys, and we yeah. we love the heck out of it. And you That's know, cool. definitely, you know, we have, we we recruit a bunch of them. Be like, hey, come play too. Hmm. And for for good programs and come be an all. And that's another recruiting tool. Yeah, right there uh, absolutely. Exceptional high school mm-hmm. athletes. So so yeah. what he's telling you is that they line the players up and they do kind of something similar like Billy Madison got three hundred sixty five more days to try out. <laughs> yeah. You know, toughen yeah. them up. No, no, old school, <laughs> like yeah. runs into them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> um. But no, we uh, we were we were pretty young, and there's some there's some promise to the future, and adding adding this freshman class that are coming in, we we landed some good arms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is that where you needed? Is that what yeah, you needed that's arms? yeah, that we needed it. arms. Yeah, um, you know, we had some we had some guys battle the injury bug this year, and just you know some things didn't bounce our way a little bit, and you know the youth kind of showed, but mm-hmm. um, you know those guys going through that as a team and kind of grinding through that, and you know going through a process of you know this is what a season is, you know like a long college season yeah. where it's going to kick you in the butt, it's going to knock you down. It's a shift maybe from what they're used yeah, to, 100%, yeah, hundred percent. Especially for some of our guys, we have some small school guys that you know. Yeah, they were successful, but how much losing did they ever do? You know, there's not a lot of people that um, have done a ton of losing. And so I think right. it was, in a way, good for our guys to kind of experience it and go through it together. Um, and I think we'll come out the the other end of it for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, we have some young, 
young talent on on the mound that eventually will be ready. And then we we brought some. We're excited about our freshman class yeah. um, this coming year, our 2019 class. Um, and then we're we're gonna add some add some JUCO arms, and and it'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. So we actually we actually landed a JUCO arm today. So oh yeah, that's a, that, that's yeah. a guy you're going after, and yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, he'll you know he's gonna come in as a junior, and okay. uh, he he com- competed in the NWAC last year or this last year, and you know has played college baseball at a high level for two years. That's now he's cool. gonna come come help us and get us kind of right the ship a little bit. Hmm. And you guys seem to be mainly recording, uh, recording, recruiting on the West Coast because uh, it looks like you got a lot of uh, Oregon mm-hmm. and Washington. Yeah, limited combined. geographic range with the recruiting yeah. budget. A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we've we actually stretched down into California quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, I think we have about uh, about eight, eight or nine, and then we have probably five, four, five, six coming in um, from California as well. Um, do you so. occasionally get somebody from way out there? I mean, they, they um, get, like, like from out of this, out of this area, we'll get a ton of interest. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's almost, you never really see them go through the recruiting, pro- our recruiting process oh, okay. of, you know, getting, getting, filling out our questionnaire, getting in contact, us seeing them or them getting out on a visit and then you never yeah. hearing from them or them never getting to apply or, mm-hmm. um, but every once in a while, yeah, I believe we, uh, we had a kid from Canada, oh, okay. um, from Victoria. Uh, he graduated last year. Okay. Um, he's playing, actually he's playing overseas right now. So, cool. um, still chasing the dream a little bit, mm-hmm. but, uh, we, in the past we've, we've had some players from kind of not on the West coast, but we have a few kids from Colorado. Oh, okay. Um, that's out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Out there a little bit. That's an untapped, uh, region i'll tell you what there's not a lot of college baseball in colorado there's not a lot of college but high school baseball is played at a pretty high level mm-hmm. in colorado isn't it i mean mm-hmm. generally speaking my, my nephew played there through his sophomore year i think it's pretty high level ball up there right I mean, yeah no it's yeah it's not bad i i like watching them um you know when they're at the showcases the team colorados and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that so we're probably going to continue getting in there and and whatnot. I know a lot of teams in our conference have really put an emphasis on California, just because there's so many there's so many guys. Yeah. Um. And so, it's a good little spot, and, that, and plus it's a decent little recruiting trip. Yeah. Sure. You know? There it is. <laughs> you know, in the sunshine. So. Well, tell us a little bit more about Linfield, and you know what makes it unique as compared to some of the other schools uh, in the area. Okay. Um. Well, one the the academic um kind of the rigorous academic yeah. you know um that our athletes go through but also being able to get a top-notch education with the with the professor to um uh kid ratio yeah student ratio sorry but then also being able to compete nationally um for national championships and conference championships right because the d3 you're going all over the place yeah and so it's like i i tell guys this all the time um on visits we walk by you know the academic buildings and i go you know um right there's going to be your your biggest classroom it's like 90 people even if you even take that class Hmm. and we, we talk about you know the class size, and the a parent goes, "Well, what are your class sizes?" And, and I talk, it's like twenty, maybe, 
Yeah, which is maybe insane. Yeah, yeah, which is might be less. And for me, that was great. Yeah. Um, and so, but then also is with your professors, they care about your well-being and care about your career. They're not just there to collect a paycheck and, you know, teach their subject matter. They care about you. It's I a had, more personalized. Than yeah, you it's, it's 100% more personalized. Yeah. I had probably four or five of my professors at my grad party. That's cool. Yeah. So oh, it's like, well, it, right. That's a community yeah. feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of going off that community feel where softball just played in their second straight super regional. Uh, boys basketball made the conference tournament for the the fourth or fifth straight, fourth, third, fourth uh-huh. straight year. Women's basketball just made the conference tournament for the first time in forever. Football is always good. Um, you know, it's that harboring a competitive environment on campus because you're going to know the football players you're going to know the basketball players and they're going to know you that's cool and and they're going to it just fosters a really unique competitive environment in the classroom and and on the on the playing fields Mm -hmm. um and so it's when you're there it's awesome it's a nice little tight-knit community where um you know i i some cougs are probably going to be mad that I say this, but it's kind of like a coog thing where you see cats gear, you say go cats. Yeah. Where you know you see you see coog gear, you see go coogs, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. But cats see cats and they yeah. go go cats. You know, it's always yeah, that's cool. It's that's always easy. one of those kind of national deals where um, people know about Linfield and they know what it stands for, and you know, um, and kind of going off of the. The alumni thing, what's special about Linfield is the connections where you're, there's a, it seems like there's a Linfield connection for literally every industry. It's ridiculous mm. where we have, we'll have uh, alumni come on campus and talk in forums. One guy worked for Oprah. One guy worked for the Utah Jazz. He's now with the Seahawks. Um, one one lady was an actor, uh, and then one's a professional, um, you know, in the sports casting industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't remember. I, I think she worked for ESPN a little bit. But all Linfield alums all come back. That's the thing about Linfield also is people care about Linfield, where yeah. it's not just like, oh, yeah, I went to PCC or I went to, you know, the local – the local college in town it's i uh, know i went to linfield and, yeah and there's it, a pride yeah there's a pride with it you were in the linfield community yeah and, it, yeah and there's a community on campus but also when you step out into the real world of cats all around and mm-hmm. it's it's i got when we talked in episode one my my internship after my junior year was solely because of linfield mm-hmm. you know if i didn't go to linfield i would not have so you made the right decision Oh, 100%. That is. was that. Oh, yeah. It was my Linfield was the best decision I, that's cool. I'd ever made. Yeah. So, well, we could continue going on and on about Linfield. But yeah. I got one more question. Yeah. You, because we're gonna, we've, we'll got, go we've got so much more to talk about uh, with Brian, you know, outside of Linfield, too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, you know, last question with Linfield Who is Linfield's biggest rival in baseball? George Fox. George Fox. Yep. 100% George Fox. It's. It, that it, it it is George Fox and it's the on the flip side of that it's us for them and yeah. so it's that's fun that's why it's such a big deal that one of our coaches went to Fox he is uh, 
There's some trash talk that happens. There's some trash talk, and there's also some uh, bitterness on the other side that he's at Linfield. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And it's all in good spirit. Sure. You know, but it's... uh, it also doesn't help that a few of his best friends are on George Fox's staff. But uh, <laughs> so moving on, you know, last year um, during the summer, you got an opportunity to coach with uh, one of the West Coast League baseball mm-hmm. teams in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about what team that you got to coach with and kind of what you were doing with that staff? Yeah, the Kelowna Falcons, um, or as uh, the Canadians say, Falcons. Falcons. Go Falcons. So, yeah, I had the the tremendous opportunity to go work for um, one of my former coaches, Brian Donahue, um, who's the Mount Hood skipper. Um, He got the Kelowna job and he was he was looking for an assistant. And I said, I'd love to go. Hmm. And because because our JVs play Mount Hood. Oh, yeah. Um, And so we were talking pregame and kind of I didn't really expect much much out of it. And then he he's like. He, it was funny because he called me and he was like, okay, like this is what's going on. And like he tried selling me on the opportunity. I go, oh, really? I go, dude, I'm in. Like, stop talking. <laughs> I don't say no to anything. Yeah. 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 No, stop, I'm, I'm stop there. talking. I'm in. I'm packing my bags right now. That's so cool. yeah. yeah, I, I, and I, your golf bag. Yeah, yeah. Yep. In my golf bag. Um, I, so I, yeah, I went and worked for, um, for Dono and I played for Dono a couple summers after my freshman year at Yakima in a summer league. Um, so yeah, I got to go to Kelowna coach. I coached the, um, first base box. Um, Ooh. I helped with, um, defensive shifting and scouting reports. And hmm. then I helped with hitters. So I was, uh, and then I actually got to run the offense one series against the pickles. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. cool. There yeah. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. We want, we beat, we, uh, took two or three from them. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, a little bit more about that experience. I know we talked a bit about, uh, you know, off air with, you know, these kids. I mean, if, if you don't know what the West Coast League is, it's it's a, a collegiate baseball mm-hmm. wooden bat league in the summertime. And you're getting uh, kids that are right out of high school, uh, freshmen, sophomores and juniors mm-hmm. in college. And they're coming to these teams from all over the country, yep. and they're playing baseball on a short, condensed, like sixty odd some game yeah, schedule. So, so it's it's about a fifty eight game schedule. So basically, the West Coast kind of League crammed in a short amount of time. Oh yeah, it was yeah. yeah it was multiple days. It was it was a grind, but it was one of the funnest summers ever. Um, but basically, the West Coast League is a it's one of the top five summer leagues in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we're talking about the Cape Cod, the yeah. Northwoods, um, for college talent to develop the game of baseball for, you know, elite players um, from every classification Division One, Division Two, Division Three, small Division One, JUCO, um, and whatnot. Um, but it basically is ran like a minor league operation mm-hmm. so you know you have all the promotions in between innings yeah. you have the, the, fun stuff. the beer batters the the uh um you know the dollar beer nights the free ticket night and the place is absolutely mm-hmm. packed um but basically it's one of their visions is to you know get these kids prepared for professional baseball mm-hmm. so it's one of those deals um 
where they come off on you know road trip on the bus and they're yeah. like, "We need a rain out. I'll get you a rain out." Yep, <laughs> Bull Durham right there. Man. There it is. Um, we actually, and that's the thing about Kelowna is we're so far away from everything. Our shortest bus ride was four hours and thirty minutes. What? That's some bonding time. Oh yeah, and some sleeping time on the bus. Oh. There are times where we wouldn't get back into Kelowna from a series till like three in the morning. We'd have to be at the field at two. Oh, oh geez. Geez. so it was it was a grind but it toughen them up yeah. yeah but it was it was so fun i mean it was going talk about going around in the pacific northwest where it's absolutely beautiful in the summer and just throwing bp hitting fungos and coaching baseball That's and awesome. on the flip side of that player's just playing mm-hmm. like we were in port angeles for the fourth of july and and i'm sitting in the first base box and all of a sudden just all the Fireworks are going off while we're playing. <laughs> and I'm just really like cool. I'm just like, am I in the freaking sand lot right now or what? <laughs> but uh, no, it's a cool. And every every stadium's unique. Um, where you know you have the Corvallis Knights, where you've had uh, Dan Siegel on a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. They kicked our butt. That's a good team. All yeah. year last year, they beat us nine times. Oh really? wow. We went zero and nine because oh, we man. we played them in the West Coast League Championships. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. We couldn't even get one. Yeah, where, um, so yeah, we played them in the West Coast League Championship Series down down at Goss. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so you have Goss, which is there. Corvallis is like the Yankees of the of the league. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So, so they heard. yeah. So yeah. they have they have that. They take care of their guys so so well. Um. So does Kelowna. Um. But you know they're they're a class act. And then you have Kelowna, which were kind of like the Oakland A's, where, you know, um, owner runs the, the merchandise shop, mom works the concession stand, um, daughter works the beer garden, and mm-hmm. son's the GM. Little mom and pop. And, yeah. the, and the assistant coaches are getting the beer garden ready for the day and we're doing the field work where it, and it's just really fun. It's just pure baseball yeah. and it's, and it's just, you know, a, a nice tight knit family environment where, you know, you don't get everywhere. And it was just, I, I've been really blessed with the start of my coaching career of the people I've been able to, you know, run into and that's cool. interact with and whatnot. But yeah. And you've been doing something else too. Uh, that's going to be upcoming this summer. What talk a little bit about that. Uh, is it what we talked about in the break? Yeah. Oh, um, you just like the hat. I like uh, the hat. This, this is a hat guy right here. Um, you gotta check yeah. this hat out. This is pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, so I was uh, I was actually hired to um, be the Mercedes Benz of Seattle um, fall scout team head coach. Um, cool. So in the fall, I'm gonna take a bunch of uh, you know juniors and seniors in high school and go play a bunch of the NWAC teams in the in the northwest on the weekends Mm -hmm. so um kind of a kind of a cool little coaching opportunity you're you're going all over the place (laughs) and he's got a really cool hat you're busy yeah yeah check this hat out it's really cool that is a cool hat yeah Yeah. i'm gonna have to take a picture of that and put that that online that's pretty cool right there yeah Yeah, that's way cool yeah yeah that is awesome so um but uh yeah so i'll be doing that in the fall um after the conclusion of Loonfield fall ball and mm-hmm. um whatnot that's the kind of the thing about division three fall ball it's a little lighter so it's yeah. not yeah. not as intense so I, I have the ability to do that but um yeah i mean Kelowna was an absolute blast and mm-hmm. it was um 
it, if you ever, I'm telling you, I tell everybody this. If you ever get a chance, go to Kelowna for a vacation. It's a cheap little flight. Hmm. Take it. Okay. Take the weekend. Sounds go cool. to Kelowna in the summer. All right. Because it's a lot like eastern Washington, climate-wise. Yeah. Very, ni- very kind of hot and nice in the summer, but really cold in the winter. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we're running up towards the end of the episode, but uh, I want to jump into a little bit of MLB to PDX and see what you think about oh, that. I guess that's, a, that's our umbrella deal. That's our umbrella. I was we hoping gotta, for that. We got to ask everybody at that, but uh, let's talk a little MLB to PDX. And what about Kind of that hype that's around it. I mean, you know, this isn't the first time that, mm-hmm. you know, Major League Baseball has been proposed to come to Oregon. You know, we feel um, that this time's probably the time, the best opportunity to make this happen. Um, what does it mean to you with this this particular, you know, experience right now in your life? Well, give me a team to root for since <laughs> I'm not a Mariner fan anymore. But, yeah. um, no, it's, I mean, it's... F- it's phenomenal. I hope it happens. Um, I think they're doing the, they're doing everything right. Where from the stadium design mm-hmm. to the community involvement to the investors having the money, having the land, mm-hmm. um, I've I've followed it quite closely, and it's. I was kind of like, okay, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm two feet in. Once I see the stadium, you know. Uh, design and renderings and they knocked it out of the park yeah and to me portland is their stadium can't be like a t-mobile and gigantic it has to be smaller and intimate and it has to be you know unique san francisco light yeah and yeah and it has to be unique to the city of portland Mm -hmm. and i think they captured all of that inside that now my only the land is a little hard to get to but access is the yeah thing. the access yeah. is a little tough yeah. but i don't think that'll stop people I, I especially with the water taxis and all that stuff and the cool innovative ways to that they're thinking about you know um getting transportation um to supplement transportation mm-hmm. that's also one thing i've loved about how they've gone about things is yeah they real yeah they realize the transportation might be an issue mm-hmm. but they have what three or four different options of what they think might remedy it yeah. yeah you know what i mean like they're prepared they've they've done they their research yeah. An yeah and so it's yeah. not just it, to me it's not just some half-hearted effort i think that i think if to me it's all on mlb major league baseball if they want to do it yeah and it's i'm all for it i'll buy season tickets i'll support the heck out of it and mm-hmm. i yeah. think i think they should be called the beavers or the mavericks though yeah some 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 guy just recently released a, a kind of a some drawings of the proposed kind of um, art design for mm-hmm. the hats and stuff like that. Oh which, yeah, uh, the I saw. Pioneers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, thought that was really it was good. Cool. It was good. I just think for the baseball heritage in Portland, it has to be Beavers or. But I like the, the the hat that they had the PDX with the yeah. the, the trees in yeah. the D. Mm-hmm. That, I yeah. thought that was pretty cool um, having that. Uh, I, I don't know so much about the beavers, and the, and the reason why I I don't like a couple of reasons why I don't like the aspect of the beavers is mm-hmm. one is you got Oregon State already right. that already yeah. has the name, mm-hmm. and then the second thing is is that the beavers have, are constantly coming and going with you know AAA and even right. prior to that. So I just feel like for Portland, like it's just. 
you know, it's just not the right fit for having the the beavers. So maybe that's just st- my opinion. Maybe start fresh. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, which is valid. That's totally valid. Um, I will say this, and I think the pioneers would kind of fulfill this. I do think and hope if they do get a team that the color scheme has no blue in it, because I love the color blue. It's my favorite color. I'm wearing it right now. But there's too much blue in baseball. Mm-hmm. I want you. I want next time you. Interesting. He's next, feeling blue. Yeah. Next time you watch from Royal to Navy to baseball. Yeah. Okay. Watch how much blue is in the game. Powder you got the Royal. Rangers have blue. You got Tampa Bay has Powder, blue. Royal and no, Navy. No, no. Think of the, all the teams. It'll save you time. Think about all the teams that don't have the color blue in their scheme. The Orioles, I think, might be one. Orioles. Um, the Red Sox, I think, is another one. They have blue. They have a blue. Border, no, they don't. Like a blue. They're 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 t- black they have blue tops. That they no, that's sometimes. like a gray. No, they have blue tops. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. The Red Sox? Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's a really dark blue. Okay. That's not black. I'll give you that one. Okay. Um who else? So we KC, Orioles. We, uh, the San ones Francisco. that ones that don't have blue. Orioles, have blue. San Francisco. Uh, Cincinnati. Did the Diamondbacks? I think the, I don't know the Diamondbacks. I'll, I'll throw Diamondbacks there's in no there. Blue in the Diamondbacks. It's just yeah. turquoise, which I'm, yeah. which is disgusting. But um, so them, uh, Oakland. Mm-hmm. That's five. Who else? The, oh, the Mets. Have do the, it, do so. the Cardinals have blue? Yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of blue. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. wear the old. They sometimes yeah. wear the old uniforms that have the blue in it. Yeah, they yeah. do. Or they have those blue lids with the red. Um, the Phillies have that powder blue. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. Braves have the blue too mm-hmm. at times. Oh uh, shoot! Um, there's too many. There is. There's a yeah, lot. There's too many. There are a lot of teams thinking about it now. Yeah. Do the Washington Washington have, they have blue? They have a blue jersey. Yeah, with okay. the DC on the side. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going no blue. That's it. That's what I'm saying. There's too much blue in the game of baseball. Get some other colors in there. Brian is feeling blue. (laughs) Da-da-dee-da-dee-da. It's a good song, though. Dave's just going to whack me. Shut up. But but I'm all for MLB to PDX. I think they're doing a tremendous job. And, um, yeah. Who would you start a team with? Like, Mm player-wise? Yeah, who's your first young player you're going to start your team with like right now like yeah. we're starting tomorrow yeah Javi Baez or who is it oh David thinks Uncle Rico but I told him Uncle Rico <laughs> he might Uncle be expired Rico. Uncle Rico can only throw it over the mountain with Uncle football Rico would be a good starting player for any team <laughs> they yeah. go state yeah <laughs> oh player that I would start a franchise with that's tough because there's so much young kind of young blood in the game right now um well, let me take it a different route. Do you think uh, Coach Riley would be interested in coaching the managing team? Managing it. Managing it. I think uh, – I'm not going to comment on that. Um, no, I don't think so because I think he's going to be doing something else. think so? Yeah. You can leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. All right. I think he'll be, do, be doing something else. I think he's going to be – I mean, I don't know anything, and I, uh, I'll i just admit that, but I just have a feeling there is some sort of involvement in one way, shape, or form rather than the consulting you know thing that he's doing now with them. I think that they'll probably be actively involved yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Well, the interesting thing to think about is how old is he going to be when they actually say five years from now, four years. So from now. he's going to be in his mid seventies. 
Yeah, but Jim Leland. How old was Jim Leland? The end. Yeah, oh, he was old. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. Know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think, uh, off the top of my head, I think he'll be doing something else. Okay. At that point. At that point. Yeah. But what about player wise? Player, who do you who player would you like wise? To see? Who would you like to see the team? We don't even have to be at young, but like, who would you like to see him? If you could take anybody, Christian Yelich. To, to build a team around. Yelich is up there for me. Yeah. Um, My boy Mookie Bits. You're you big Mookie fan? Yeah. yeah. I like Mookie okay. Bits. I like him too. He's he's good. Um, not to steal your thunder, but I'd probably go um, Christian Yelich. Yeah, he just popped into my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I really like Christian Yelich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're going to need players... Like uh, uh, Hernandez um, mm-hmm. from King Phoenix, yeah. Hernandez, Lifer. Like, yeah, Seattle Lifer. Yeah. You know, you get a couple of those. Um, yeah, some lifers in there. I just want to stay in Portland, <laughs> right? And I don't. And that and that's the tricky part is if they go expansion or if they inherit. Um, Apparently, they're not getting Oakland. So. Well, I don't think they're going to get Oakland. The last that I saw, that Oakland's um, port approved. Uh, the this is the stadium so now has a couple other obstacles mm-hmm. to go through but um, I mean if they don't get Oakland I it, I personally think it's just expansion at that time because I don't I doubt that they mm-hmm. would take if Tampa Bay were to move right my thought is is that Tampa Bay would probably more likely than not move to Montreal because Montreal kind of got hosed no, with the Nationals yeah yeah and I then yeah. and then what that would do is then they're open up Nashville. For expansion in the east, and then Portland in the west. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a because Nashville's being Nashville's one of those sites that's being looked at and is making oh, really? a big push. So I, I would have to say that if if Major League Baseball comes out and says like you know Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. you will move. I I could see Tampa move into um, a Montreal and then Nashville getting an expansion team because. And the reason why I say this because Montreal already has the facility. I mean, whether the right. the Olympic Stadium is like a, a dump or something, but you know, you could still go play ball. Mm-hmm. So if we still had Civic Stadium here, right. you know, we could go house a team at Civic Stadium until a new 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 facility is built. But since we don't have that, mm-hmm. it's we're going to be like kind of right. renting a facility for a yeah. while. Yeah, that um, going back to the player. That I would start it with Bregman would probably be up there. Oh too. yeah, okay. Bregman's a monster. Yeah, he would be up there. Yeah, I'm a big a fan monster. of Bregman. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's super interesting. Where Montreal did get hosed, and I think I think Rob Manfred thinks that they need to be, you know, that needs to be. They need that, to make a right, yeah, wrong or right. Yeah, and which is is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested. Does Nashville have? the movement that Portland does. I think it's picking up. I, I just been reading pivots here and there on them, but I know mm-hmm. that they got to push. They're not anywhere near what Portland is right now. Right. Where, where do you think Portland is on a national scale? Did you talk about that with Barrett? And all? Yeah. I think they're number one. I think they're number one. They're number one. That's the vibe we got with Barrett. Yeah. Well, there's nobody else in the way. If they're going to expand two teams, yeah. they got to put one in the they're East, one in the West. They're number one. Yeah. Portland. There's nobody else in the West yeah. right now. So For it's all reasons. Right. Yeah. 
because I think there's there's well sh- I heard Charlotte we're not being homers. That's just, yeah. He ran well, no, we're not. Yeah. But, I mean, that's true. The, yeah. Portland's the only team in the West, and you got to put one in the West, one in the East, as per Mike mm-hmm. and everybody else. And so the you know you got a bunch of places back east that are vying for it right now three off the top of my head i think charlotte's now entered the race but i know nashville's been there montreal's been there and then so i think then you got tampa bay but then it's like well if tampa bay i think more more likely than not relocate so it's where do they relocate and i think the best place right now would be montreal Mm -hmm. just because montreal has the facilities and they could relocate and start playing immediately while Mm -hmm. montreal um, builds a new stadium so there's no they they do they wouldn't lose the team like to another city if they were in montreal meaning that they still play there even well, after they get shot. yeah yeah no i'm excited i i oh, hope it i hope yeah, it I happens if I, they ask you to throw out the first pitch how fast you throw on oh god <laughs> how close am i am i from the mound yes <sighs> you making the mound 45 45 you making the plate I'll make the play. Okay. Yeah, I throw just, enough, I throw yeah, enough I batting it. practice. Okay, good. You know? I want to just hit the ball like they do in Bull Durham. Just to, <laughs> <laughs> like, I probably... Honestly, I probably would do like the 50 cent and just throw it. Up the like, line? Up, yeah. Yeah. Up the wrong, line. Wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. bad. Well... Um, I'm really, really excited about Major League Baseball. Dave is, and um, you know, you are, and it'd be great to go catch a game. And yeah, absolutely. It does come. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, in this summer, you know, we're we're gonna go around to a couple different West Coast League teams. So yep. if you're you're in the area and want to join us, you should uh, we'll come out and go catch a game with us this summer. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a that'd be a blast. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun summer. Yeah, you're busy, but yeah, yeah, you're busy. We're all busy, right? Yeah, no, I'm excited to check out the check out the Raptors and see mm-hmm. see what they're all about and I know you've had their GM on yeah Gus. Uh, yeah. yeah so I and that's kind of in my backyard so it's kind of yeah. kind of cool so mm-hmm. um, yeah like I said I'm really appreciative of you guys let me hop on the hop on the show and I you know thanks for coming out yeah, yeah thank you for for coming out it's been great to get to know you a little bit Brian and I'm I hope you had a fun time yeah I know it was a blast us. oh yeah yeah and we had a great time learning more about Linfield yeah mm-hmm. I, I think that that'll come across in the the episode I think that our our listeners will hear a little bit more about Linfield but um, I'm just gonna throw it over to you one last time where you know where can they find out more about Linfield baseball and stuff like that so yeah um, there is actually a pretty the website is pretty good um, go Linfield linfieldwildcats.com um and just we have some interactive stuff in the links there um and we actually and plus my our contact info is there and um there's a link to a kind of the, a recruiting website for Linfield where it kind of runs you through the mm. whole application process um brings you on a virtual tour um and whatnot and kind of just sets everything out with admission deadlines, fees and all that stuff. So, um, uh, just go linfieldwildcats.com and kind of surf on there and, and whatnot and come watch the, the cats at Roy Helsler. All right. We'll do. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. And as always, I'm Ben and I'm Dave and I'm Brian. Go and, cats. uh, you, you have a great day wherever you at, go cats, go Linfield, go Portland, MLB to PDX, baby. Woo. You have yourself a great day. Peace out.